0: back to Noah's Window. This is the fifth day uh, in our little series on spiritual treasures that we received from Mark's dad. Um, those of you who didn't get to know him, he pastored for some 60 plus years, um, and then the last 10 plus years of his ministry was up here in Kansas, and he was a care pastor for us at New Spring. So many of you maybe that are watching Noah's Window got to know him. Um, but definitely he made a spiritual impact on our lives, personally being part of his family, so we're sharing some of those spiritual treasures with you um, as we think about, we're coming up not too long away from his birthday, so he's on our mind a lot, so um, the second thing I would like to share with you, I, w- I want to tell you a little bit of a story that goes behind it, and i um, After I met Mark when I was just 14, I began going to his church. There's a story behind that, the church I grew up in basically kind of disintegrated for various reasons. But in any event, um, even if they hadn't, I'm not so sure I wouldn't have followed Mark to his church. I just wanted to be where he was. So I uh, started going to his church and his church was very different from the one I'd grown up in. It was kind of a different flavor of the same thing, but it was more of a country church in the city and a small church. uh, but but um, it, it was a wonderful place to be. It was a it was an, a learning experience for me. Um, during the time that the early time I was there, it was growing and very exciting. And and I if if you're watching this and you were there, um, I might have some of this wrong, so you can feel free to correct me. But if I'm not mistaken, I think at one point it grew from 100 and something to over 200 and something, and it was an exciting time of growth, and um, it was just a wonderful place to be. But uh, somewhere along the way, early on, when I hadn't been there for very long, some kind of a misunderstanding came up. I never have known for sure exactly what it was. You know, here's the thing. When misunderstandings come, they generally aren't just one misunderstanding. They generally come in in groups and pile onto one another. And whatever it was, there were many families that uh, Mark's family had known and loved and ministered to for many years who... Ended up leaving the church, and it was it was a um, a difficult time. Now, um, from my perspective, although I was in their home almost every day, and I was in every single service, I never heard anything articulated about what was going on. Uh, but clearly, the numbers diminished, and um, so in response to that, what what I observed in Mark's dad, both at home and at church, was not a bitterness or an anger or resentment. What I uh, witnessed in him was a humility. And um, I'm sure he was hurt deeply, but he didn't respond in kind. And and that taught me a great lesson, especially as I got older and and began to unfold and unpack more and more of what actually happened. Um, But here's what I wanna share with you today. In the midst of his hurt, in the midst of his pain of that situation, He decided to do something that was very um, unique. And honestly, i had been in church my whole life, but i would never heard of this before. He did a sermon series. Does that sound familiar? (laughs) He did a sermon series. But it it might not be what you would, would first think of. But he felt so strongly that as a church, he needed to lead the church to spend a lot of time learning a particular chapter in the New Testament. And so what he did was... He uh, encouraged all of us to memorize the entire chapter, and he preached through that chapter a little bit at a time, letting it sink in as we went along. And he didn't do this in a spirit of resentment or bitterness. He did did this series in a a spirit of humility and self-learning. I feel like he was learning um, this himself in a deeper way than maybe he'd ever learned before. So here is this chapter, this first sermon series that I ever experienced was in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And so he encouraged our our whole church to memorize it. I remember I was a teenager and I memorized the whole chapter. Of course, it was in the King James Version, but we memorized the whole chapter. But let me just read this to you. Some of you are familiar. Maybe some of you aren't, but it bears repeating. And it's not too long. So let me just read you 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And remember, 1 Corinthians is a letter that Paul the Apostle wrote to the church at Corinth. So you know who's talking and who's talking to. So he says, hold on, let me get Ginger out. Okay, Ginger wants to hear 1 Corinthians 13 too, I'm sure, don't you, Ginger? Okay, if I could speak all the languages of earth and of angels, but didn't love others, I would only be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I had the gift of prophecy and if I understood all of God's secret plans and possessed all knowledge— Wow, just let that sink in a minute. And if I had such faith that I could move mountains but didn't love others, I would be nothing. If I gave everything I have to the poor and even sacrificed my body, I could boast about it. But if I didn't love others, I would have gained nothing. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. Prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special knowledge will become useless, but love will last forever. Now our knowledge is partial and incomplete, and even the gift of prophecy reveals only part of the whole picture. But when the time of perfection comes, these partial things will become useless. When I was a child, I spoke and thought and reasoned as a child. But when I grew up, I put away childish things. Now we see things imperfectly, like puzzling reflections in a mirror. But then we will see everything with perfect clarity. All that I know now is partial and incomplete, but then I will know everything completely, just as God now knows me completely. Three things will last forever— faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love. Now, I think that's a great legacy to leave, and to this day, I remember those weeks that we focused on this chapter. We all committed it to memory, and we spent a lot of time learning about this all-important thing, love. I hope that will uh, encourage your heart today, and the thing that's the most important is not the most expensive expensive, monetarily. It's available to all of us. It requires a humble heart, a submissive heart to God, but this is what's important to God and should be important to us, and that is love. So I hope that blesses your heart as you get ready to go into this weekend, and I hope that that the legacy of Pastor W.M. Hoover will be a blessing to you as it was to us and we just thank you so much for tuning in to Noah's Window and hope to see you again next week. But let's let's have a word of prayer before we go. Oh, Father, thank you so much for blessing us with Grandpa and his influence in our life. Thank you for the privilege of getting to watch him live and serve and sitting under his preaching and his teaching and his living for a great portion of my life. And thank you for the blessing he has been to so many. Um, thank you for the legacy that he leaves. Thank you for the emphasis on on love on your word on serving you on being uh, a person of integrity and serving god thank you for that legacy lord and thank you for that example i pray that you would help us to walk in those footsteps of faith to leave that example and that legacy to those that come behind us i pray for each person who's tuned in today that's listening or watching noah's window please bless them father please draw them close to you give them clarity keep the evil one away as he so works hard to Distract us and to mislead us and to lure us away from you and from our relationship with you. Please keep him away and uh, just bring us close to you that we can know the joy of serving you and loving others as you would have us to. And we just want to thank you for all of that. Thank you for all that you do and all your many blessings. And we're going to thank you for all the things that you're going to do and all the things that you have done. And ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you again for tuning in. Next week, we have uh, a different direction to go, but similar one. We're going to talk a little bit about my mom's influence on both of our lives. So we'll look forward to seeing you again next week here on Noah's Window. God bless.